Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. As I hearken back to my college days, which are quite a long time ago, I don't want to date myself, but I always remember around like midterm period, you had to hand in like a paper. And for those that struggled, I didn't, but for those that struggled in college, you have my man, like, you know, printing out the paper, like, 10 minutes before it's due, and he's struggling, and he knows it's not going to be very good, and you tiptoe to class, and you sit in the back of the room, and you just know you haven't delivered up to your potential in the first half of the school semester. And if we look at the local teams here, the Yankees and Mets, they're printing out their paper five minutes in their dorm before the class starts because, frankly, both teams have sucked. Now, the Yankees have a different bar. They do. The Yankees are not good, yet they're where they are record-wise. And the Mets are just horrible. We'll start with the Yankees first. Listen, we're not, you know, remaking the atom here when we say that they can't win with Aaron Judge. They can't win. They need him. If they don't have Aaron Judge, they are going nowhere. Now, do we know when Aaron Judge is coming back? No. I don't think Aaron Judge knows. I don't think the Yankees know. Nobody knows. You hope he comes back soon. But if he doesn't come back, the Yankees are screwed. This lineup is so bad. Now, I know they fired their hitting coach, and they hired Sean Casey. Sean Casey, funny guy. They call him the mayor. 300 hitter in the big leagues. Knows his stuff. Is he going to do anything to change this lineup around? No, he's not. He's there to be a buddy, a pal, a therapist, a bro. That's all he's there for. Hitting coach is the most overrated position in all of baseball, as far as the coaching staff. They do nothing. They hang out. It is what it is. So if you want to change that, here's the deal. The Yankee fan wants blood. They got blood, but it wasn't the blood they wanted. They want Boone out, and they want Cashman out. Now, I think if the Yankees miss the playoffs, Aaron Boone is gone. Cashman, I think he could survive. Now, I know you don't want to hear that, but I do believe Boone could be seen as a scapegoat and Cashman could survive. But if the Yankees don't make the playoffs, and that's a real possibility, I think Boone will be gone, and Cashman, I think, will survive it. But the Yankee fan wanted blood. Much like the Met fan wanted blood during that pathetic, embarrassing June, and they didn't get it. Now, if the Mets had done something like this in June, I think that would have been received pretty well. Now, you don't want to see anybody lose their job, but we wanted Steve Cohen to do something. And the Yankee fan wants Hal Steinbrenner to do something. He did something. It's just not the something they wanted. Like, Yankee fans, particularly on this station, 
screaming for the job of Aaron Boone, screaming for the job of Brian Cashman, is like Peter Griffin versus the chicken in Family Guy. It's this never-ending war. It has no end. Like, it's Groundhog's Day every single day on this station, on this planet. Yankee fans want the blood of Aaron Boone and the blood of Brian Cashman, and they want to drink out of that one of those like, what a chalet that they called it in Roman times. That's what they want. They want a Game of Thrones type situation here. That's what they're looking for, and they didn't get it. DJ LeMahieu is finished. Josh Donaldson, bro, you have 10 hits all year. They're all home runs, and you act like you're the greatest thing in the world. Now, I live in Manhattan. I don't own a lawn. If I did, I wouldn't tell you to get off it, but I would say this. Dude, if you're hitting 150 and you hit a home run, you shouldn't, like, pimp around the bases. I'm sorry, bro. It's a bad look. You look like a goon. Just a little free advice there. Anthony Rizzo, he has not hit a home run in basically a month. What is going on there? What is Sean Casey going to do to get Anthony Rizzo to hit the ball over the fence? Something he has not done in weeks. In weeks. What is he going to do to get Josh Donaldson to make contact? Nothing. What is he going to do to get the best player on the team, and let's go with the second best player in baseball back in the lineup, Aaron Judge. Nothing. There's nothing he can do. So it's change for the sake of change. Maybe Casey and Aaron Boone are buddies. All good. I'm fine with that. But he's not going to come in here and make major differences with the Yankee lineup. And again, if you don't get Aaron Judge back, you're not making the postseason. We will have an October in this town, in this city, with no postseason baseball from the locals because the Mets are not making the playoffs. Like, I have some people in my life, they will be, uh, you know, nameless here, that think the Mets are going to go on a run. A run to what? Walmart? A run to the supermarket? Are we out of eggs? They stink. They are horrible. They gave you a little sign of hope, and a sign of hope is what, four or five wins in a row? Is that where we're at? And they went to San Diego, another team that sucks, and they couldn't beat them. They couldn't take two out of three. They lost the series. Max Scherzer is so cooked, so finished. He is a loser. Not personally, but professionally. He's a loser. His Met career has been a utter failure. I don't care what the record is. I don't care what his ERA has been with this team. In every, every single big spot, he has fallen flat on his face and the stuff and he acts like the smartest guy in the room and after the game and he's explaining you the minutia and the history of the slider like he's you know Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory I don't care Met fans don't care you suck we want you out of here it's over this team is not any good Jeff McNeil has been horrible horrible and it's flown under the radar because we rather yell at guys like you know Lindor McNeil has been brutal this year. I don't know what planet he's on. Marte is finished. He looks like he doesn't even feel like being here. Buck Showalter, this is what I would say about Buck. His answers after games have been Luis Rojas level. He was dealt a very bad hand with the Edwin Diaz injury. And the bullpen has been bad. I truly believe if Diaz was healthy, this team would have another five or six wins. They'd be 500 going into the All-Star break. And we'd be singing a little different tune. But... For the most part this year, Buck has not been good. And the team has been lifeless at times. And the team has not been fundamentally sound. And they've been on a different planet. And it's been frustrating to watch. Frustrating. 
And they will go down this year as one of the biggest failures in the history, history of sports, not just here, anywhere. They spent one bazillion dollars in the offseason. They are coming off a 100-win season. And they limp into the All-Star break as losers, lifeless, bad baseball. They do bad things that bad baseball teams do. Pete Alonzo. Now, has he been good in the first half? Depends on how you want to look at it. Has he hit the ball over the fence? Yes, with great volume. If he didn't get hurt, he'd probably have 30 dingers right now. Is the average any good? No. Am I going to crush him for that? Not really. Would I like him to be hitting 270, 280? Of course. But Pete Alonso is going to get paid to hit the ball over the fence. He's done that. He came back early. I appreciate that. Is he the same guy? Is the injury holding him back a little bit? I'm sure it is. But why wouldn't we want one of our better hitters in the lineup? And if he could come back earlier and he's forcing the, the issue, fine. I'm okay with that because God knows the team needs help. On a positive note, Francisco Alvarez looks like the real deal. Now, he's not perfect. He's better behind the plate than advertised. He has tremendous power from the catcher position. And he looks like, looks like, now stop me if you've heard this before, he looks like a guy that can be a stalwart in the middle of the Mets lineup for the next decade. That's what he looks like. And he was one of the top prospects, if not the top prospect in baseball. So he's lived up to that billing. So he's been one of the rare positives. You want to say Senga? Senga's been a positive. He's an all-star. That's a joke. I mean, he's not. I'm sorry. No, no offense. He's not an all-star. I mean, how many people said no before they asked him? He's had a good first half. He's not had an all-star first half. But Senga's been good. Verlander's been average. I'll say average. Scherzer is horrific. I'm sorry. He's just so bad. It's nauseating to watch him pitch. The bullpen is embarrassing. Buck has been lost. Bad hand, dealt a bad hand with Diaz, but he's been awful. Billy Epler, please. The owner, you know, came out of hiding to tell you everything's fine when it's not. So there have just been a disaster. So it really, when you look at both teams, the Yankees and the Mets, the Mets are out. They're, they're not making the playoffs. The Yankees sit there as, listen, American League's good. The lineup is not great for the Yankees at all. Starting pitching is good. Domingo Herman has been, I mean, he has been so up and down, it's unbelievable. He goes from basically not getting out of the third inning to a perfect game to another so-so start to he had a one-hitter yesterday. And why, like Aaron Boone, and I, everybody piles on Aaron Boone, would the Yankees be better without Aaron Boone? Of course. Would they probably advance more in the playoffs without him? No, because they're just not on the Astros level. But why would anybody take out a guy pitching a one-hitter when they have 75 pitchers is beyond, is beyond me. Like, you don't manage w- with the idea that, hey, I'm in a tough town. Hey, the media, hey, the fans are going to crush me if I do something stupid. But, like, in the back of your mind, you got to be like, dude, if, if this doesn't work, I'm going to get crushed for this. And I just don't understand what explanation, and I think his explanation was, you know, I want Domingo Harmon to go into the first half feeling good about himself. Aaron, he pitched a perfect game a week ago. He pitched the perfect game a week ago. I think he's feeling pretty good about himself. Extend the guy a little bit here, please. I mean, Aaron can't wait to go to the bullpen. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, it's it's just been awful all the way around. 
I, I, I listen. I'd love to come on and paint a better picture. I really would. I don't want to be negative. I really don't. I'd love to be positive. I'd love to find some positives, find some more positives. But I'm not going to be positive for the sake of being positive. This isn't, you know, Kansas City. This is New York City. We call it like it is. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. This is the bottom line. The Mets stink. They're not going to the playoffs. And the Yankees are in big trouble without Aaron Judge. And as a Yankee fan, as the Yankee organization, we have grown up in this world where it's a birthright that come October, they're playing baseball. Well, we are in good shape here where we will head to, head to October this year and they will be sitting at home on their couch, on their ass like the rest of us. Let's go out to Frank. He's in New Rochelle. Frank, what's up? Hey, what's up, buddy? You know, I agree with you. Um, the Yankees thing, Donaldson, they should be leased. Nobody saw LeMayu, like nobody a couple of years ago when they signed him, saw yeah. this LeMayu coming. But the uh, one no, I, really I would bothered. say they didn't see him coming, Frank. I mean, he won a batting title in Colorado. He was a good hitter. He upped his game a lot, and now injuries have just forced his hand. He's shot just because of injuries. He, uh, DJ's I done. Um, and Donaldson was an awful move. It will go down as ca- one of Cashman's awful. worst moves. So that it brings my point. So Stanton, when they traded for him, they were, I believe, second or third in major league. The Yankees were in home runs. Mm-hmm. He had 59. They didn't need home runs. They, they didn't, didn't need them. But you know what the deal was, they though, did. Frank? They were the only team in baseball training for Stanton in that spot because of the way they are set up financially. The Marlins were basically like, please take Stanton, you know, pay this, pay that. I get it. They but, didn't but need look him. what's happening now. No, but here's but the look thing. what's happening. Right, but this is what I was I saying mean, about Stanton, Frank. Stanton has won, has been one of the most consistent clutch performers in October for the Yankees. So yeah, fair enough. I don't yeah, think now... Point. Does he frustrate you in the regular season? Does he have issues with his gait? Or he's, you know, doing jumping jacks when he's hurt in the outfield and you want to see him out there more? Obviously. But I don't think the problems with the Yankees over the last few years fall at the footsteps of Stanton. There are a lot bigger culprits on the Yankees than Stanton. 877-337-6666. Let's go out to Middletown, New Jersey, and Joe's on the fan. Joey, what's up, man? Hey, Tommy, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Good. So, listen, I was just talking to your producer. I picked up the book, uh, Paul O'Neill's book with Jack Curry. Nice. And he talks about what has fundamentally happened oh, thank you, with hitting mm-hmm. and basically how Paul O'Neill was so embarrassed to strike out and he tried to hit the top third of the baseball yeah. whenever he hit. And he talks about now how it's just an uppercut world. And this Yankees lineup is all uppercut guys. Yeah, Joe, I, I know it's tough. Look, I, I we've long since complained about that they rely too much on the home run ball. And when you get to better pitching, you know, you see the warts of that, and that's why they've struggled. Listen, if we were to start naming off all the teams that have won the World Series over the last couple years, they all have something in common. They hit home runs. You have to hit home runs. This idea, and I know it like we romanticize the time where you hit the ball the other way and you stole second base and you hit and run and you do all that stuff. Look, I love that too. But like, you know, things came along like, I don't know, the internet texting. Like you have to move on in life and we have to move on from that perspective. Do I wish there were less strikeouts? Of course, but that's where we are with baseball. It's not changing. You have to hit home runs. The Yankees are set up to win. It's just the guys they have have not performed. They haven't up to where they need to. And frankly, Aaron Judge is pretty high on that list. Like if Aaron Judge goes into a series against the Astros and hits, you know, 47 home runs, you're beating them, right? Just like an Alvarez would do against you guys, a Bregman, 
Correa was it when he was on that team. Altuve, you've lost to the Astros in large part because their guys, whether they knew the ball was coming or not, hit the ball over the fence, and you didn't. That's it. That's the reason. So I don't get into, like, crazy things about too much uppercuts and launch angle and all that stuff. I mean, come on. The, uh, the bottom line is this. When the Yankees have gotten to the playoffs, they haven't hit. They haven't hit for whatever reason. Anthony Rizzo's not a good hitter. Stanton's not a good hitter. Judge is not a good hitter. LeMayhew, they got the guys there. They just haven't performed when they needed to. And do I have confidence they will this year? Definitely not. Should you as a Yankee fan? No. If you'd like to, be my guest. But they have shown you nothing over the last couple of years that makes you think they will. But I don't think the guys that they have are bad. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think that because they have more uppercuts in their swing, that's the reason they've lost to Tampa in the playoffs. That's the reason they've lost to the Astros. It's just because when they've needed to deliver, they haven't. 877-337-6666. Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, here on the Lugauer. Coming up, I'm going to tell you why Pete Alonzo being in the home run derby is good for baseball. All right, 653 here on the fan in New York City. Tommy Lugauer, Lugie here on the Lugauer going to 7 o'clock. And then Ricky Ricardo is coming your way at that time. And I know a lot of Yankee fans, and actually I've heard a lot of Met fans sort of poke fun at Pete Alonso for, A, wanting to be in the home run derby every year, and then for the dog and pony show and the theatrics that he does when he is participating in it. And look, I understand. Some of it is corny. I mean, the guy's basically coming out in a, you know, a pink headband to Bonnie Tyler's I Need a Hero. So I understand where that's easily mockable. But I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing for baseball, number one. Like, let me tell you this. How often during the NBA All-Star break do we complain about the slam dunk contest and how the superstar players don't want to be in it? Now, is Pete Alonso a superstar player in baseball? He's right on the edge. But as far as hitting home runs, he's one of the most prolific home run hitters in all of baseball. And where other guys, let's be honest, run and hide, he doesn't. He wants to be there. He wants to participate. He wants to defend his crown. And he wants to be involved in it. And I heard some Met fans complaining that maybe he rushed back too soon. He shouldn't be doing this. He should be resting. Hold on a second. If Pete Alonso was down in Tampa right now fishing, how would that somehow in any way get him ready for the second half? Please. He's going to sit there tonight and swing a baseball bat. By the way, he gets paid to swing a baseball bat. So I don't want to hear that crap. I think it's great. And here's another concept. Gee, I don't know. It gives the Mets I don't exposure. We get to see that. If you're a younger fan and you're on the edge of like, I don't know who I want to root for, and you see, hey, Pete Alonso, he hit a lot of home runs. He won the home run derby. That's cool. You can get. We, Lord knows we need more Met fans, right? We're losing in this town. We're losing. We may never win. We may never catch the Yankee fans. But it'd be nice to recruit more people to our side. And we can't show them our record, so maybe we could show them Pete Alonso, the polar bear, hitting home runs. So is it a little bit of a cheesy? Sure. Is it a little bit of it corny? Absolutely. But I have no problem. You want the best home run hitters in the home run derby. Just like you want the best dunkers in the dunk contest. Can't have it both ways. You can't. So I love the fact that Pete's in it. Now, i got to be honest with you. I don't even think I'd watch it if Pete wasn't involved. So me as a Met fan, I'm into it. Now, it's not going to change the first half. It's not. But would I take pride if Pete won it? Yeah, why not? Because for a night, 
the Mets are on top. And yeah, you'll get the snide jokes and comments, hey, you only win the home run derby. Okay, great, fine. Whatever. But at least for a night, the Mets could be king, even if it is the home run derby. And it's just overall good for the game. Like, you want the top guys in these competitions. And Pete Alonso is one of them. So I have no issue with it, despite it being a little corny. I really don't. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Hicksville. Steve's on the fan. What's up, Steve? Hey, look, yeah, I love what you're saying. I just want to make a comment mm-hmm. about um, Pete Alonso. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I think it's fantastic. It's good for baseball, good for New York, yep. good to have the exposure. It is corny. It's a bit of a ham, but love it. And I totally agree with your take on that. As far as the Yankees go, and I, and I appreciate your angst on Mets and Yankees. Um, about the Yankees, the Yankees are such a disappointment. I really think they need to rethink all the personnel and they need to go younger. Yeah, I, I mean, here's the problem, Steve. They, they, they went younger, and a lot of those guys did not work out. They really didn't. And a lot of the young guys they've tried this year have not worked out. And I understand the farm system and the Yankees' inability to develop pitchers has been an issue. And I get the idea of getting younger, but you can't get younger overnight. So my question would be, all right, how are we getting younger, right? They have Volpe. They have young guys. They've tried him out. Glaber's still young. But if they're not delivering, if they're not performing, I don't know how you get younger. Like, to me, the biggest, right now, the biggest problem with the Yankees is Aaron Judge is not in the lineup. That's the problem. Not their age. Yeah, guys like Donaldson stink. But it has nothing to do with his age. He just stinks. He's just bad. So as much as you want to get younger, and that's always the, the magic elixir, it's tough to do that. It's especially tough to do that in the middle of the year. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.